0: Welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast, where we discuss business solutions to help listeners develop and implement action plans for true lean process improvement. I am your host, Patrick Adams. Hello and welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast. I have a returning guest today. His name is Jim Huntsinger. Jim has been on the show in the past. I'm excited to have Jim back. Uh, if, you're, if you're not familiar with Jim, Jim has held uh, positions in engineering, operations, management, working to implement and involve lean into operational and business practices. He's also been involved with several plant design and development and startups. He also spent a number of years consulting with organizations ranging from small, privately held to huge global corporations in a variety of different industries. Uh, And then in 2005, Jim founded Lean Frontiers, where they produce summits and immersive workshops to build and expand the lean community. Jim, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thank you, Patrick. It's great to be here again.
0: Yeah, uh, we were just uh, chatting before we hit record here about some of the amazing uh, workshops, uh, summits that you guys put on, uh, you know, and talking specifically about the, uh, the skills lab and, the, and the, uh, the simulations that you guys put on. Uh, absolutely yeah. love the work that you guys are doing. And obviously so much value for um, those individuals who uh, are looking to develop their skills uh, in Lean, so thank you for the work that you guys do at Lean Frontiers.
1: Well, thank you, appreciate it.
0: So today, uh, obviously, we, we we've talked b- before in the past. Uh, I believe we talked about Lean accounting and uh, yes. quite a few other different subjects uh, that that you're familiar with. But today, I really want to dive into the topic of PWI uh, training within industry. This is a, a a topic that I think many of us are. Um, May be familiar with, or maybe not, but definitely with training and you know some of the challenges that come with training, uh, TWI is something that can definitely help uh, for so many organizations, and it's also not something that's new. Uh, it's been around for quite a while. Uh, so I'll, I'll maybe I'll turn that over to you because I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about you know TWI. What is it? Where did it come from? You know a little bit of background maybe uh, around TWI. Um, do you mind just filling us in on that?
1: Sure. Uh, maybe I'll start off with just a little bit of my background on how, how kind of I ran into it, which is, is related is, uh, you know, going back really 30 years ago when I first came out, of came out of school, went to work for a Toyota group company, worked there for a few years and left and went up to, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin and worked for Briggs and Stratton who was doing it at that time, even to this day, really, even though that's 30 years ago, one of the largest, uh, physical implementations I've seen. And as we were implementing, um, uh, you know, flow, one piece flow within our plant and operation. Um, we, uh, it, we were involved a lot with uh, machine design, uh, what at the time we called focus factories, we'd say value stream now, but focus factories, um, uh, machine line layout, uh, uh, assembly line layouts and, and other uh, parts of manufacturing. So overall, and even even reflecting back because back then, we you know, it was before the internet before there are all these books and great webinars and podcasts like you have talking about all this we really were somewhat on our own to do it um so even reflecting back we actually from a design standpoint did a a nice job on designing flow designing cells doing all that pull systems but where we struggled was to really understand work even though we use the standard work as we are taught from the shinji jitsu and all that at the time we just had a hard time getting to stick and get that arc that i had seen like when I'd worked at ISIN and and when I'd spent some time in Japan. So I I just knew there had to be something else that we just didn't know about. I just had no idea what. Um, And then a number of years later, when I ran into a couple references, actually one reading, um, first time reading one of Jeff Liker's books, I think his first one, uh, John Shook briefly mentions TWI, Training Within Industries. And I thought, what the heck does some World War II program have to do with Toyota Production System. Oh, well, right. you know, kept going. A couple months later, I read uh, Miyazaki Mai's Gimba Kaizen book. And he has, he has a section in a chapter there that has several pages about it. I, I just thought, what the heck does some World War II program got to do with the Toyota Production System? Right. So I started kind of trying to dive into it. Spent a couple years um, digging into it. Um, had, had some trouble just, you know, it's an old program, I even called some departments in, in Washington DC, trying to find stuff in archives. I didn't find, have much luck. I finally ran across something, uh, that actually, and I can't remember what it was now that actually told me. So I actually ended up getting this report they did in 1945 on the TWI program, got it again, really before the internet, got it, went to Kinko's, made a copy of it and like a 250 page report. Stuck it on my shelf because I thought, hmm, 250-page government report. I know it's real, it doesn't sound real exciting. But it sat there <laughs> on the shelf for quite a while, eating on me. So I finally pulled it down and started reading it. And as I read it, I was just shocked. So mm. all this stuff that was supposedly this Japanese management tools, methodology, and all that, I'm reading I'm reading in this report from 1945. The thing it did give me, it gave me the names of the actual training manuals. So I was, you know again, before the internet i was actually able to go to my local library and and i found out they were supposed to be in depository libraries around the united states i spent some time going to milwaukee public library not much luck but finally sent in on a uh, interlibrary loan and actually uh, ordered a couple of these manuals so the first one that came in just happened to be and i really didn't know what they were i was just trying sure. to get them because i was curious first one that came in was actually job methods so mm-hmm. I went to the library, picked it up, sat down in the library, started reading through it. And I was so shocked by what I was reading. I mean, I was literally looking behind my shoulders thinking somebody's got to be spying on me. I can't believe what I'm reading. This 19, that one I think was a 1943 JM manual. And yeah. it's going through listening verbatim, all this stuff that we had learned from the Shinji shin, shin Jitsu and uh, some of it anyway. Wow. And things, things a uh, uh, according to that. So that's when i started doing so i was able to get the other manuals, and i read through all this i'm going oh my god this stuff is it's amazing stuff it's what we thought was this toyota japanese stuff which it was not and that's what really got me going down that path so what it was back to the original question what it was was during the war at a time when we basically sent all the boys overseas to fight we had this at the time we had the biggest demand in manufacturing uh we had all these green people and that's where Rosie the Riveter comes in. And a lot of ladies that left the home to go into factories to work that needed training. Right. So what the TWI program's initial task was, how do we get all these people ramped up quickly, safely, effectively to get out all this uh, war output. Um, and they, and it was a huge success. They, they modified it because they first started with a consulting model and quickly realized we can't, We can't get this done that quickly. So that's where the the training manuals came in, where we needed to create a bulletproof way to deliver this by people who have different levels of experience and knowledge that'll be bulletproof. So it was a huge success. So uh, that's where job methods came in, which is basically improvement methodology. The the first one was job instruction. How do we train people? And third, job relations is how do we deal with um, people issues and all that. So those three programs. Now, the way it ties into Toyota was during the occupation, post-World War II, it was one of the many programs we deployed to, do, to uh, Japan, not just Toyota, Japan, and even some into Europe um, to do that. Well, it came into Toyota in kind of the early, real early 1950s, and it came through their training department. Well, during the 30s and into the 40s, Ono, Heichi Ono had been experimenting around with trying to implement flow, or since the Ford's model of you know, early model, really, uh, from Highland Park, the Model T of flow manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And he struggled in a machine shop for about eight years. Really not any better luck than any of the rest of us have had over the years. And when this came in through uh, the, the um, training department, he really latched on to it because it's based on a four step methodology. So it's based on the scientific methodology. Actually, I won't go into it, but it has a history that goes back actually a couple hundred years to mm-hmm. uh, pedagogy out of Germany on how do we educate children and also some industrial training in the late 1800s in the U.S. and early 1900s, Um, but it made sense to him. So that's what he utilized. So once he started utilizing the TWI programs in his implementation of flow, he began having luck. So through the machine shop, eventually into the assembly, and eventually out into their supply base. So the what we call the Kaizen standard work, that is TWI is it manifested in uh, Toyota over the decades. So that's what I guess sure. a TWI history.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. I love that. Love that history. So it, it and, and obviously uh very interesting to hear even like you said you can go back even further so there's a lot more to even learn about this. Yeah. But when it comes to TWI itself and you know the 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 use of it and what it actually is uh it, let's just use a simple example like um you know, uh, training someone to make coffee, for example, on a coffee maker? I mean, how would TWI be used? Like, what would it look like for a TWI program to be in place if I was helping someone to, to, you know, make coffee, for example? Yeah,
1: I'd say this. And I always say, notwithstanding other things you need infrastructurally to make, you know, programs or what you're doing is success. That's all um, part of it, too, as long as also tying it to what your business objectives are the whole okay. coffee thing, all that is important to plays a role in that. So it's basically this, like with the coffee is um, you, you need, and this is something the thing with lean is first you need to un- go understand. And then from going and understand, you need to stabilize. So really that the, the J, JI job instructions is really the stabilization platform. How do we get everybody to do it? Making coffee or making a car or fill in the blank. Um, yeah. How do we get everybody to do it the same way, repeatable, safely, every time back to the world war Two need safely every time job instruction and that's that's the important part I won't go into detail of the history of it it's tied into industrial engineering it's t- tied into Frederick Taylor it's tied into the Gilbertbris it's got this huge even back into Germany this huge uh, base and other industrial training that it stabilized the process so everybody's doing it the same way the best way we know how so it's a whole stabilization process. and then get out repeated output of of whatever the product or uh, procedure is so with that so the second part we see job methods was improvement so job methods improvement so you stabilize then you want to improve so it'd be like stair step you stabilize then you make the improvement well then you need to re-stabilize to improve method back to ji so ji jm J.I. J.M. And that's how Toyota gets this trajectory of improvement that goes like this, where all the rest of us, including me back in my you know early days, before I knew about this, you're always kind of on this type of an arc of improvement. Right. You just can't get that good sustainability into it. So that's the importance of that's why it's so foundational. So really the whole Kaizen, the improvement, J.M., mm-hmm. the standard work, which is J.I. and J.M. to the new improvement method. So that's how they get on a trajectory. Then a bigger context would be the JR. So obviously with processes, it's always really the essence is people. So you're always going to have people issues. So JR is really a leadership methodology. So how do you create this environment so you can have a good environment to stabilize, improve, stabilize, improve? Well, you need to deal with People issues, ideally before they become a big problem, but it's also a methodology, all based on a four step scientific method of how do you resolve the problems when they become bigger? So you create this environment where you can stabilize, improve, stabilize, improve in a good, safe, you know, you know, safe environment, safe environment just from problems and resolving problems. So you so getting into that whole continuous improvement, solving problems. That's what all those all those are solving, solving different problems problems, but they all coordinate and work together.
0: Hey, everybody, this is Patrick. So sorry to interrupt this episode of the Lean Solutions podcast, but I have an important question. Are you tired of the old ways of doing business, feeling overwhelmed by inefficiencies and wasted resources? It's time to transform your approach and embrace the power of lean methodology. Welcome to our revolutionary Lean Solutions Academy with courses on lean methodology. Whether you're a seasoned executive or just starting out, our courses are designed to equip you with the knowledge and skills that you need to streamline your operations and maximize your success. Our courses are packed with actionable strategies and real-world examples to help you apply lean principles to your own business. You'll learn how to optimize your workflows, reduce lead times, and deliver value to your customers more efficiently. From value stream mapping to 5S methodology, Six Sigma courses, Lean Six Sigma Yellow Belt, Lean Six Sigma Green Belt, Lean Six Sigma Black Belt, we cover all the essential tools and techniques used in Lean. You'll gain a deep understanding of waste identification, continuous improvement, and problem-solving methodologies. Our online platform allows you the flexibility to learn at your own pace from anywhere in the world. With high quality video lessons, interactive quizzes, and downloadable resources, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. By enrolling in our Lean courses, you gain a competitive edge, increasing your operational efficiency and unlocking your business's true potential. Join the ranks of successful change agents who have embraced Lean and revolutionized their organizations. Enroll today and you'll get $100 off your first course, which practically pays for any of our e-learning courses. We want to make it so easy for you to jumpstart your lean journey. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Visit our website now and claim your discount at www.findleansolutions.com forward slash academy. Now, back to the show. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and, And obviously there's very specific documents that are utilized. You mentioned standard work and and yeah. uh so there's very specific uh structure around that as you're working through each of those. Um and you and you also mentioned um Hoshin and how this you know should tie to some kind of a, a long-term goal or challenge, which almost brings it back to uh Kata, right? So where does Toyota yes. Kata fit into this? And and for those that are listening in that maybe um you know uh maybe are new to toyota kata haven't haven't heard that word before maybe can you just give us a, a just a brief uh, uh, ex- explanation of that and then talk to us about how toyota kata and twi kind of have a relationship how do they come together then
1: absolutely so toyota kata is really just it's a it's a it's a name mike gave when he did the research because he went and researched companies that are using kind of these these Toyota ish practices and you know even behaviors and all that. So, a is a is a Japanese word for just like a, a repeated behavior. So, the analogy is used if for those who've seen the movie uh, The Karate Kid, where Mister Miyagi says, "You know, wax on, wax off." So, the wax on, wax off. He's Mister Miyagi's teaching um, teaching. I can't remember the, the kid's name in there. Um, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, teaching him a so it's really these hand movements he's teaching. The kid gets frustrated because he's just what yeah. the heck is this guy? I mean, he's supposed to be teaching me karate, but he's teaching him these net, these instinctive hand movements, which is a kata, a repeated pattern of behavior. So when you get in a climax scene when he's in a fight, he's not having to think about these basic skills. He could think about the higher level complexity of the of the guy he's competing against. So he just does these automatically. That's the same thing with Toyota Kata. Mike was researching what are these basic behavioral patterns that he's seeing within these Toyota or Toyota behaving uh, organizations, and those are Kata or Toyota Kata. These Toyota behavioral patterns. But the interesting, and in a tie with TWI is a lot of what's Mike was what Mike was seeing from those patterns, not exclusively, but a lot of it are these patterns of behavior that were established and set up by TWI mm-hmm. of you know of uh, the question because. All four of those, when you go through the based on a scientific method, J.I., J.M., and J.R. all have questions that they ask. So that whole questioning environment all played a role in that. To do that, you ask these questions in order to understand, in order to do analysis, in order to make decisions on what's our next condition. Now, the reason, another reason cod is important is, and this is one thing going back to Ono. Mm -hmm. So one thing Ono, they say he quit using J.M. because it is, it's very, it's, it's really, it's IE techniques, industrial engineering techniques, and it's very point focused. And he was looking at the somewhat of the bigger picture, which we might say value stream. How do I make this whole value stream, this whole line flow and all that? Sure. What's interesting is I as I discovered these things with TWI. The first thing I noticed was the elements of JM, even though supposedly he didn't do it. He actually is doing it because the questions he would go through and ask were really found, uh, foundational to um uh, job methods the questions involve the job methods which are questions you ask in order to analyze the process and make improvements on the process and they're also related particularly to the ji and jm as well but that's what toyota is that's why you set this challenge and then you go through these iterative steps and there's always questions involved or even the the uh coaching kata is the coach asking these questions of you to get you to think through to get you to understand it's about understanding and, and analyzing. So if you look at the like the improvement kata it's really asking you these questions to take a look at this bigger picture, although you certainly can hone in on the smaller picture in the iterative steps. And then the coaching kata is important because it's a way to ask each other in you know questions to get you to think, to get you to think through it, to get you to consider things that you may not have considered doing that before. So that's mm-hmm. why that's so important because it's really Taking these TWI behavioral patterns, expanding it out so you look can look at the bigger picture, and also narrow in to look at the smaller picture as you go through iterative steps of improvement.
0: Mm. I love that. Uh, so, Jim, Jim, is this something that is more advanced? You know, is this something that companies should say, "Well, we we have to get all these other things in place first before we go to." uh adopting toyota toyota kata or twi you know or is this something that is more foundational and and that should be in the beginning and then you should build on that where where would you say this falls uh both
1: you know i'll describe it this way so it is those are absolutely foundational you need those so the important thing with it goes back to like i said what are the what are the organization objectives what are your pain points what are you trying to do as an organization? You need to go to the host. what do you need to go through that process? Because you just don't do all this for the sake of doing it. You do it in order to resolve uh, business problems and hit business needs. So you really need to go through that analysis because you need to go, okay, what do we need to do? And some of it very well may not be TWI and maybe other things you need to do. But what should we do first? Because some companies may need to start with JI. Some companies may need to start with the improvement kata. It just it depends, right? It depends. What are your circumstances? What are your needs? And you need to go from need. So you really need to do that analysis to do it and then build from there. So as you do that, you learn how to become skillful and experienced at any particular one. You also eventually get, okay, maybe now's the time we bring in JM. Or maybe we Mm -hmm. run into a problem where we need JR. Okay, maybe now is the time we needed that. And again, it's really very much dependent on what are the organizational needs. uh, the pain points, the existing culture. Um, and that's, and that's why that's so important. So let it build on itself. I also will say this, whether it's TWI or Kata, I'll say if you're not using TWI or Kata, you know, whichever one you start with the same in three months, that's a problem because you need to build that base competency with it. Use it as it's taught and build that base competency. Now the other side of that is if you're using TWI or Kata the same in three years, that's a problem. It means you're really not truly learning, growing, understanding how to use this. Now, even though you these start on a shop floor, you use these on a shop floor, and if you even look at Toyota, it eventually translates up into bigger projects and bigger problems in management things. Again, utilizing that same scientific thinking pattern and asking those questions and the whole coaching aspect do it so that's why you know three years down the road you really should be using um, them you're probably using in some circumstances the same but in some differently because you you're experienced now you have bigger problems you're considering you can do that i know a guy that was one of the early adopters on twi years ago that he told me years later he said and he was an engineering manager he said when we first started out he said i could not have grasped how i would have used this on my engineering projects he said now i can't imagine how i couldn't use them on my engineering projects so he learned and grew with them and you know brought those along and again if you look at toyota those same behavioral patterns these katas they use you know really all levels in the organizations now that they're what seven decades down the road with it with these with these fundamental skills
0: right yeah that absolutely yeah so that and that that is such a uh, a great answer uh you know obviously understanding the operations or understanding the challenges, the problems that you're dealing with, and then responding accordingly um, is obviously, you know, a great approach. What would you say would be the, uh, uh, what would be an example of, of a challenge or a problem that someone's dealing with that you would say, you know, JR is the answer or JM is the answer to this. Like, this is when you would bring in JR or JM based on this particular challenge that you're dealing with or this and i know there's probably a, a large range of those but yeah can you just give us maybe just one or two examples of what that might what would be the problem that you would then say let's adopt jr yeah for
1: um so, 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 you're, so you're working on maybe some type of kaizen project trying to make improvements trying to make changes and and uh, on a on a manufacturing line and for whatever reason your your people just just aren't getting it, you're getting some resistance. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm gonna kind of answer your question. But so it's really an, an experience. Obviously, the more experience you get, the easier this gets to analyze as well. Sure. So you may go, well, you know, you know, I start asking questions. It's really about questions. Is so, you know, why are they giving resistance? And one would be, you know, going and talk to them, go and find out. Go to the Gimba. go to the where the problem is, start asking questions. Is it, is it maybe maybe we just have maybe we have poor training. It's our training methods. So maybe it is. it Maybe it is a JI problem, or maybe just for whatever reason, there's just some resistance. They don't believe in it, and that might be more of a JR problem. So you right. go through and uh, I have them here in front of me. There's pocket cards with questions. So there are certain questions related to them that you'd go ask that would help you analyze. Do I have a JR problem? Do I have a JI problem? Do I have a JM problem, um, or something like that? So you just go through and analyze that. Go gather the data. Make an analysis, make a hypothesis, and then actuate on the hypothesis. Then compare the you know the result of of your experiment with what your expectation on the hypothesis is. And you may get it wrong at first, and that's fine. It's all part of it. You may go, oh, I thought this was maybe a JI problem, but actually, you know, this this Bob over there is agitated for whatever reason. So maybe this really is a JR. So maybe I need to go back into the JR and focus in over there. With the JR issue to get that resolved, and maybe it also is a JI problem. But first, I need to resolve this JR problem and find out what the problem is with Bob, Bob and how we can resolve that. So then we could come back in with the with the JI countermeasure.
0: Makes sense. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Uh, and and just in hearing you talk through and and you're you're talking uh, about questions that are being asked and. Ways that managers are responding, and and I've I've seen TWI and Kata used uh, with frontline workers uh, and in a lot of other ways. But I think that there is this maybe this misconception out there that TWI is only for frontline workers. And again, what I'm hearing you say is you know use this as a way to uh, develop your scientific thinking, ask yes. questions, yes. which then begs me to the question of you know. Does um, GWI and Kata, is it more than just frontline skills? Is there more that is offered through that?
1: Yeah, very much so. Now, certainly if you look down specifically at the at the 3J programs, they're very frontline orientated, but it's really about the thinking and behavioral patterns and questioning behind them that those translate up to. So, same thing, obviously, with Kata. I mean, you could have a challenge is we can't get this machine to to – to, uh, to get to stay in a, in a quality range we need that could be something a little more micro that you're doing mm-hmm. but it may be something a little more macro from a from a standpoint from a challenge is gee we're only hitting uh, this many parts per month and we need to increase that by 15% how do we go about doing that so so but it's really all those those patterns that you learn and the questions with them and those will translate and ascend up back to again, When you first start out with them sometimes it well most of the time it's difficult to see well how would this work with some big management problem but after you get Mm -hmm. experience with them and do it and get practice with it and again it's it'll be iterative because you won't go you won't go to you know the corporate problem you know right away you'll work your way up so here's a problem out on the front line here's maybe a problem in the department here's a problem maybe with you know part of a couple departments working together Here's maybe a project we may work on, and eventually that'll transcend up. And with the experience, you'll know how to do it. And that's part of it, too, is, is knowing how these interact. Because you just aren't always here, and then you move to here, JI, JM, or that. Is a lot of times you'll be in the middle of, we'll say maybe a JR, and maybe in the middle of it, you just say, hey, actually, there's some kind of coaching that will roll in here, too. So really, these are all patterns of behaviors that really should be interlocked, and that's really when probably you look at a lot of the research Mike did, they're using these different patterns of behaviors uh uh interlocked in, in interim with each other on resolving problems. So what it is what's the circumstances telling me what to do? And the more you practice it, like the kid in the in the, uh uh the karate kid, he doesn't think about it. He just immediately switches to the one he needs based on the circumstance he's in.
0: Right, exactly. And and you brought up karate kid again, which which is um uh uh brings me back to mr miyagi and i think about um the uh it was um Dan- daniel larusso right daniel. that, that yes. yeah yeah uh but it brings me back to think about uh mr miyagi as a coach right and yeah. then you know then i asked the question you know where does the coach fall into all of this and and why is it important to have a coach when it comes to, you know, these fundamental skills of TWI and Kata, what, what role do they play? Because obviously without Mr. Miyagi, I mean, would Karate Kid have, have been as successful as he is, you know? Uh, So that's my question to you is what, what role does the coach play in all of this?
1: Yeah. The the, the reason a coach is so important is because a lot of, a lot of times you can't see your circumstances. Um, It could be just because your lack of experience. Certainly it could just be your, your, you're on a particular project you're doing. So they will pull you in and out of that. And that's the other thing, even with Mr. Miyagi and coaches, is you never answer it for them. You try to ask them questions to get them to think through the answer. Because sometimes the coach actually doesn't know the answer himself. So he's kind of that's contemplating right. and wondering, I'm not quite sure what the answer is, trying to help you through that. So he's looking at it from the outside in to help you analyze on the inside and also pull other things from the outside to think things through, analyze it, to think, make your box a little bit bigger to think things through. So that's why i I'm important. So the coach, I mean, the coach can certainly be someone above you. A coach can be a colleague too. You know, there's a lot of coaching. You can do that. We used to do that years back. We did it in a much more primitive form with guys I worked with. I just go, I'm working on this. I've done okay on this. I'm struggling with this. You know, what, what do you think that question? What do you think? And they just start asking me questions. And they just have a different perspective. And I just stop and go, well, that's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that. So that's part of it too, is just bringing in a different look, a different question, a different perspective, a different experience that helps everybody helps the coach helps you, helps everybody grow in that process. And again, that's what it's about developing people and growing them just to have that same thing too. As they go to coach somebody, they have a coach, but they're also coaching too. So you have all these loops of growth and coaching going on and, uh, being back to the organization could do that and do that well in time competition, what competition do they have because they're just right. growing in skill and ability at such a rapid rate.
0: Yeah. Well, and not only that, but you know, if individuals uh, are, are, uh, are learning the right way and they're being empowered to make changes and improve things uh, yeah. your, your turnover rates going to, going to be reduced as well because yeah. people feel more confident in their jobs. They feel, uh, like they they have a voice, uh, and you know they're being trained in a in a very structured manner. Uh, so all of those things are important for individuals to feel comfortable in in the job that they're working in, right?
1: Yeah, feel 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 valued, and feel they bring value. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So Jim, uh, just to kind of uh, close up here, we've talked about a lot of things in a very short amount of time. And we've only scratched the surface on TWI yeah. and Kata and how those two uh, relate to each other. But um, how would someone that's listening in get more information about TWI? Would there, if they if they wanted to know more, if they wanted to go deeper, they wanted to 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 uh, be involved, maybe in any um, a workshop or something like that? Where would they go? What what would be the the, the next step for someone?
1: they can they can certainly go to our website leanfrontiers.com and there's you know probably three things there they can do one is we actually have a a resource pages and there's certainly one on twi and kata so there's articles there's videos um and actually we have some videos and actually even a a video certification uh, uh, or certificate that they can do to go to learn more those are there we also have what we call our skill point workshops we have a skill point for job instruction that uh, people are doing literally doing hands-on, not only get the 10-hour training, but doing it in a hands-on environment. We have a skill point for Toyota Kata and a skill point for Coaching Kata. So they actually learn it, get the 10-hour, and plus practice it over and over again. And then um, also, too, we have a, a new event that we have called Skills Lab. where mm-hmm. and that's going to be coming in, up in October, October 17th through 19th where um, they actually will learn all these skills not get certified but learn all of them what they are and how they interlink and you utilize them all you know together and of course finally there's we have the the katacon that we do each year annually that'll be next year in april and twi summit we do in april where you know kind of those communities come together and learn and share together Mm. and all that all that we found on the website
0: yeah, powerful summits. Uh, definitely a, a place that you know those that are listening in. Uh, you need to be there next year uh, for uh, both of those uh, conferences and for that that Skills Lab in October. Um, I'm already thinking of a few people that I'd love to send uh, to the Skills Lab. I think that. That would be uh, super beneficial for, for many people to be able to just walk through, you know, every step uh, of, of uh, TWI and, and really get a, a better understanding and deeper understanding of how to apply that within their their organization. Now, people can, does it matter the industry? I mean, what if someone's in healthcare? What if someone's in manufacturing? What if someone's in uh, the government? Uh, it, does, all, does this apply, you know, no matter what industry? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's a great question. So yes, it does because even though we use the the simulator we have as a manufacturing, that's the backdrop we use. What we're really teaching are the skills. So the 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 skills. So the the people and the process of the skill to utilize it is what we're really teaching, just the manufacturing simulator is just the backdrop. So even if you and we've had people there that have been in healthcare, that I think been in in maybe insurance and some you know information stuff, because it again, it's about learning the skill so you can go apply that skill in your own environment.
0: Perfect. Well, Jim, it's been great to have you back on the show. Uh, obviously, again, we only scratch the surface here, but uh, I just appreciate you sharing. And, and again, all the work that you guys do at Lean Frontiers uh, for the lean community. Uh, so thank you again for, for being back on the show.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Patrick. I, I always enjoy speaking with you.
0: All right. Take care, Jim. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lean Solutions Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please give us a review. Thank you so much.